How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 41 of the Absent Minded Podcast, recorded on this March 10th, 2020. I am one of your hosts, Travis Stockton, at Ray Charlesard. And with me, as always, across the table is the four-colored man, Ethan Newbolt, at Souls Bjorn. Hey, how's it going? And to my left, Mr. Plaid himself, Andrew Crandall. Hey there, you beautiful people. At Andrew Loves Video Games. Did you just touch your nose in the mic? I do it sometimes. I, only, reason, <laughs> only reason I said it is literally while y'all were talking earlier, for some reason I decided I wanted to put my nose into the mic. So I already did it. And then I saw you do it. And I think that just goes to show the wavelengths that we're on today. Maybe. Mm-hmm. We're on the same wavelength. Everyone's vibing. We had a good lunch. We are glowing. Only if had you some saw me ramen tatsuya. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Had some curry. I forgot. Travis had his first time with uh, dip ramen. Yeah, the sukumen with yep. the condensed broth that oh, I've been recommended so many times. It was very good. I wish I had had more of it if I could actually grab the noodles. <laughs> I just wish the problem I have was with, a spoon. The one problem I have with ramen tatsuya. I think the spoon would have been a worse. Maybe. We'll never know. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting gypped on topping sometimes, you know? You go somewhere like a Jinya, you get a whole ass egg. You get <laughs> the two true. slices of pork belly. True. Oh, yeah. Good point. Same price, too. S- cheaper, even. I spent fourteen fifty for my fucking condensed ramen. Well, you did add. I did note that yeah. the reasons why you could s- consider this to be more expensive and everything. It is different, for sure. But I would have liked an extra egg half, you know? Get that little the little soup boat going there. Where the other half of my egg was. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a lonely egg. Did they just throw the other half away? What happened? Like probably for the next bowl. Yeah, they're probably just right. Or it's it. for the what chef. Happens half if, for like, you, half for me. If you never. What if there's no one next? What if the next person just orders appetizers? Yeah, the, maybe, and the eggs, no one... maybe it sits in a broth, but then the the yolk would just continue Can't, cooking. Yeah, no, so yeah, yeah it doesn't make yeah, sense yeah. technically. I don't know. But if you've never had wasting eggs, if you've never had Japanese fried chicken or karage, please go. Their eat karage that. was super, was super good. It was very crispy. Yes. Even though only one of our lime slices seemed to function. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened? You try the, the other, other one. Just like you just squeeze them, and it's like poof. It's like a. <laughs> They just you just got dust particles kind of shot out, like just kind of. It's like in those old cartoons when someone shoots a gun, but just. Poof. Yeah. Like the Acme commercial where like someone's like dying of thirst, they're just like <laughs> Yeah, instead yeah. of lime juice, a sign that came out that said lime juice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no lime juice today. Yeah. Just the spritz emote, but then it's got a, a circle and a slash through it. That's what it had. Yeah, that's the modern day version of yeah. it. That's the millennial version of it. We we got some emote news later. I'll hopefully bring it up. <laughs> I'll try to remember. I'll, I'll try to remember too. Yeah. We got a good episode today. We got a lot of news, more news than I expected. This is one of those days where I was sitting here last night thinking, what the fuck are we going to talk about tomorrow? You were sitting here last night? Here. Yeah, right here. <laughs> oh, Wait, sorry. when did you come into my apartment? <laughs> Shit. Shouldn't I? I need to watch what I say. And I was thinking, I what are we going to talk about tomorrow? I was sleeping. And I wake up today, I'm catching up on the news, and suddenly, baby, we got a show. Oh, oh yeah, that's baby. Lots of stuff happening. <laughs> <laughs> lots of stuff. <laughs> baby, you just get some. You get some hot water together. You throw some bones in there. Baby, you, you got, got a show shit. going. Yeah. <laughs> you throw some news in there. You get some topical opinions. You get some. What you play? Some topical <laughs> opinions. Yeah. Fried show, baked show, show po' boy, show Creole. Couple of 
offensive jokes for garnish, and you, baby. <laughs> you said I couldn't do those. I did. I, I know. I, I did. We we're talking about potentially doing some sort of live format show at some point. And I was like, I'm, either we got to rein you in a little bit. <laughs> we, we don't have the power of editing when we're live. It's, all, it's not even true. Can you put yourself on a 15 second delay when you're in an auditorium? Can you, can we just, <laughs> my stuff's not even that bad. It's just like a wall in front of us that people can see through and then they can only see our mouths moving. How are you guys doing today? How's everyone doing? Everyone seems to be in a good mood. Pretty jolly. Uh, yeah. Feeling pretty jolly. It's hot outside. We've had some good laughs. It's been nice. Yeah. Every day I don't wake up sick is a good day. Yes. True. But it's coming for you. I mean, yeah. Drew keeps fucking touching my face like some sort of animal. I have not touched your face today. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank God. I don't have any sanitizer. touch my back earlier. We're leaving. You can't even fucking help yourself. I just patted you on the That's back. That's how fucking you get it, man. You pat <laughs> pats on the back. Did you read the CDC report? <laughs> no. He said, wash your hands 20 seconds in hot water. Oh, oh I do. Don't pat people on the back. <laughs> don't They're pat people on the back. Plain as day. Don't touch Ethan's face. Specifically yeah. Ethan's yeah. face. Yeah. And then they just showed that big goofy ass picture of him. Yeah, just a <laughs> picture of either going, Ugh. <laughs> Why are you doing that? <laughs> huh? Maybe it's a GIF. When is the CDC going to start making GIFs? Like some memes on the CDC? Gungov <laughs> <laughs> might not take them as seriously. I don't know. But memes are how it's we like, get all of our information. It's like days. that Drake meme where, you know, he's just like pointing away and it's like not watching your hands, but he's like pointing at it and it's like watching your oh, hands. Oh, so, yeah. so with a C, he's like, mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Drake what was the other one I saw? Drake I can't. Oh, I know. Because So it must have been you that sent it to me. I thought I just saw it randomly on Twitter, but I guess you sent it to us. The one where it's like four anime theme songs to sing to yourself. Yes. Yeah, in your was, head to, so that you know you're six. washing your head for hands for 20 seconds. It was a couple of them. It could have been. Ethan. I'm not. As, as you well know. I'm not into the details. <laughs> okay. Uh, we all know. Yeah. The de- you can't remember a fucking news story you read 20 seconds ago, you. but you know the exact number of theme songs <laughs> from the meme. That's what I'm saying. See, memes are how people get their information. <laughs> yep. Ethan saw it in a meme format. Oh, I know exactly how many songs. I know which ones they were, and I sing them all the time now. You give him a news article. His eyes glaze over. He gets bored five seconds in. I mean, like, and wait, then he's yelling at me I because I don't, I can't get the details from him. Read the article exactly. Exactly, that's the point. I read the tagline, but if it had I been a pretty meme picture talking about the NFL, he would really want to get it. He really wanted to talk about it. You would have had some sort of information he could have brought to the table, other than the title of the article. No, the title was what I brought to the table. That was that was it. It's up to everyone else to do the research. That makes this show a lot slower. We just read off headlines. It's a Game Boy one. Like, all right, guys, go yeah, look I know. up the I headlines. Yeah, I about it. Did you not hear Travis bitch at me whenever I got out of the bathroom? Because he what was just like, oh, God yeah. damn it. Stop posting things on Slack from the bathroom. Yeah, stop. Stop doing that. That's gross. Or at least you can do it when I'm not here, That's but gross. I don't want to go. I don't want to watch you go to the bathroom and then have my Slack go off. <laughs> Why not? I don't have a good reason. I just know that in my heart, it's Does something he I don't want. a good reason? <laughs> I just know that it feels wrong. Okay. <laughs> you feel violated a little yeah, bit? Yeah, just a little. Just, just like invasive privacy? I feel like you're just inviting me into the bathroom feels. with you, and I didn't accept that. I but am. I'm forced into I it. I want you to hold my hand when I'm I didn't I'm get in the there. choice where like Slack pops up. It's in like, there because Drew is in the bathroom. Do you want to accept this message? I would have clicked no. <laughs> but the message is already there. It's in my face. There could have been a picture of your toilet bowl, mm-hmm. your cacking balls. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Just because yeah. it's a cake this time doesn't mean it won't be something dastardly later. You're right. This <laughs> is the Absent-Minded Podcast, where each and every week on Friday at 10 a.m., we come to you with a brand spanking new episode where we talk. I don't know what the fuck we talk about most of the time, but we do eventually get into video game news, what's going on in the industry. Wherever we feel like it. The things you need to know. When's something coming out? When's something going somewhere else? Who, what, when, and where? And most importantly, why? You can always find the latest episodes of the main show and our side series, Absent-Minded Watches, over at AbsentMindedPodcast.com. Isn't that easy to remember? While you're there, you can leave us a voice message with a question, comment, or topic of discussion that we might play on the air. And now, officially for real this time, you can send us an email at questions at, at yeah, they're called emails. It was just an email? I thought it was like a thing to the website. I don't know. What? I don't know what it was. God damn it. <laughs> questions at absentmindedpodcast.com is where you can send questions to us. Basically, anything you would do in a voice message that you didn't feel comfortable doing in, in a voice message. message. Yeah. Maybe you can't speak. And you got that thing like Neo in the Matrix where the agent seals up his mouth and they inject him in the belly with the 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 weird mechanical cockroach thing. So you just don't have a mouth. You telling me that thing's real? That's what he says. Yeah. Trinity sucks it out of him. Yeah. It's a good movie. Love the Matrix. If you want to tell us how you feel about the Matrix, do it over at questions at absentmindedpodcast.com. But before that, while you're still on www.absentmindpodcast.com, you can also donate $1, $5, or $10 via the listener support program to help keep the email servers running and the mics listening. Humming. Humming like hummus. <laughs> no. No? No. How's it humming? It's, it's Humming it, like what? Humming like, mm, like, like a mechanic. Like, <laughs> like, you know, humming. I gotta explain humming to you. Yeah, you get it. You know what I'm talking about. Also, I like an electrical hum. No, we don't like those. Yeah, we don't like the electrical hums. They make things sound bad. While you're on the website, don't forget to click on little buttons that take you over to our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook account. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel and like, subscribe, and share to the show on all of your podcast platforms of choice. Every single one of them. You force it on people. It's the one thing that the government does not require consent for. There's a lot of things you need consent for these days, but forcing people to listen to the absent-minded podcast is not one of them. So make sure you're doing that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do not think too hard about what he just said, please. You can't, you can't force people to listen to the podcast? We're also is that on, not something we can do? We're also on iHeartRadio, which apparently is the number one platform for podcasts. I think that's just because they have a lot sure, of Sure, that's just their tagline, but it's fun to say kind of. Also, how can you even prove that? Does Spotify have numbers? Do they like, put it all out? Again, it's probably just their like is there a metric? Their motto, but it's fun to say. Yeah, that's what especially I was yeah, when what we're are a the podcast. numbers behind that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like we all need a tweet campaign to just be like, prove it. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> no, prove it. It wasn't, but okay. Sure. That's what the internet needs to get an uproar about right yeah. now. Not yeah. Not public health, safety, no. or, or elections. How many podcasts does I Are they really the number one <laughs> podcast? Yeah. It could be, yeah, it could be they have the most podcasts, but that could just be everybody gets a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> They're lopering it. We love you, iHeartRadio. Please continue. Thank you. <laughs> a little pregnant pause there. Guys, what's been going on this week? What you been playing? What you been... 
which I've been thinking about playing. I don't ever know if you guys play games anymore, honestly. What was it pregnant with? It always seems to be, huh? That was way late. I wanted way to let late. him finish the, the intro, so I had a, he had a place to cut it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you said rough to me. I can't cut anything now. Cut the, you can cut what I said. No, we can't. Yes, you can. It's you'll clear. Fi- that you'll I figure it cut. out when you get there. You'll be like, oh, I cut that. That's hey, I'll figure it out. Or leave it in there. It's fine. What have you been playing, Drew? God, an- what? I asked you to. Don't <laughs> I know. Toss it to Drew. Andrew actually wrote it today. We know he's been playing the stupid ass <laughs> Long Cowboy Simulator, the pre sequel. Yeah, that's a that's a weird name for a video game. Yeah, well, it's a stupid long ass cowboy simulator, and it's a pre sequel to the other good cowboy simulator. It was the working title. Is yeah. that the first name of the? Is that the other name of the the good cowboy simulator? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I I I, I hit up uh, Rockstar. They told me it's you know, the name I'm, of the I'm bootleg copy you find down at the flea market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I actually did now know what he's talking about. I, I realize. Uh, wow. Yeah. Why Why didn't you just put what firing it's on actually, all cylinders today? What it's actually called. Because I didn't, re- I don't know. I just think this game. I think it's Red Dead Redemption. I technically too, by the told way. him he wasn't. <laughs> so by the way, it's Red Dead Redemption. Two. <laughs> I did technically tell him he wasn't allowed to talk about the game until he's officially done with it, and that was just last week. So maybe he was trying to get through the censors, mm-hmm. you know, trying to word it differently so it doesn't get picked up by my auto mod. Sure. Yep, that's exactly what's going on. Yep. Yeah, okay. I beat the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption Two finally. So and- you beat the game. <laughs> I beat the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption 2. Which is part of the game. It is part of the game, but it's an optional part of the game that you don't have to play if you don't want to. Just like most of the game. (laughs) Ethan's technically beaten Red Dead Redemption 2 according to your metrics for what it is to beat a game. No, he hasn't. He hasn't completed Arthur's storyline. He doesn't have to. Yeah, he does. Because that's that's the main part of the game. It's all optional, (laughs) according to Andrew. I don't want to continue this. I hate this argument. This is dumb. I, I thought the epilogue was too long. I felt like, you know, the epilogue epilogue's like 15 hours, and I felt like what it could have been done in like maybe Jesus. three hours or something, or even just like maybe a page and a half of text would have done it for me. <laughs> Honestly, that's how much I didn't really care for the epilogue. It comes with a printout <laughs> epilogue. Do not open by it until so you beat the game. No, the game, I meant yeah, like after it. the end of the game, just like, by the way, here's what John Marson and his bitchy wife is doing. Like, Signed and sealed. He has a kid, too. Yeah, I like the kid. It is like she do a YouTube video thing. <laughs> It's like, by the way, oh, can we get your permission to open YouTube in an external <laughs> website or whatever? By the way, this is going to use cookies. And then you go there and you're like, yeah, I guess I can accept the cookies. And then you get to watch the end of Red Dead Redemption 2 on YouTube. What is your final verdict on this game? Technically gorgeous. One of the best looking games of the generation and definitely a benchmark uh, set here. But I feel like. Sir, you know, uh, gameplay controls were a little sloppy in my taste. Um, I felt like it could have been a little more. Uh, I don't know if arcade is the r- right word, but there were like certain functions like having to like select like your weapons on your horse, like each time you go into like battle or something. In the old Red Redemption one, like if you were in a battle or something and you had like a car uh, carbine or something, and you just switch to like your long rifle, you just do that mid combat instead of having to like run back to your horse, switch out your carbine for your long rifle, and then go back to the fight or whatever. Too realistic. For yeah, a little bit, um, but overall, it, eight out of ten, fine, good game. Eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. For something that you put stupid in. Yeah. You don't know what's going to judge you 
for giving it a real score, right? You don't have to give it the rock star score. They didn't fly us out to play the game. They didn't give you your copy. I didn't give it the rock star score. It, like everyone else was like raving and ranting about it, giving it a ten out of ten, saying it's like the game of the generation. You talked about how the last fifteen hours of the game should have oh, been a post-it note that came with your so disc. <laughs> I would give eight it eight out of ten. I would probably give it somewhere up there. Like I, I assume because I really enjoy playing it. It's just hard to get through because there's so much. But it's a fun. I mean, I still enjoy. it. I think the exploration of it is fantastic. You know, and I think that's really where the game lies. Maybe I'm afraid to play and beat it because I don't want it to be gone. Maybe. Maybe. I don't. From everything <laughs> I've heard you guys say about it, I don't think that's the case. Well, and from what you've played, yeah. Like, you were, you were even at a standstill with it. Yeah, because I'm an honest human being. There's a lot to get into. I told Ethan this on my car right up here. I find my time to be quite valuable. <laughs> I don't like it Somebody to be wasted. Somebody asked and so I feel like if you really, if it's coming off like one of those IGN reviews where they're like, water's too wet, too many trees, doesn't do anything to move the genre forward, <laughs> 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hearing right now. And it's I'm like sorry, everyone's well, afraid to give it less reviewer. than an 8 I'm out sorry. of 10. Yeah. You're not? No. I know. I know. What, I come like. Let you in here. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that's not what it said on your resume. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll say this. I mean, I, I like I, like I like Days Gone you, more than I liked Red Dead Redemption. You too. sure as fuck but didn't give Days, Days Gone an eight out of ten. Score, didn't you? Probably. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Why? I, because it, if so, if Days Gone was made by Rockstar <laughs> and it took him eight years to make, well, I guess it technically did. <laughs> that's what I mean by the Rockstar points, the Nintendo curve that mm. people give Nintendo games. Oh, that's very true. Like yeah. fucking Breath of the Wild, which is a solid seven point five out of ten. It is not the 9 or 10 out of 10 that everyone fucking says no, it is. No, I agree to that as well. Considering it took a game series that's known best for its story, and they took it out <laughs> and reduced <laughs> it to like an hour of story in a 50-hour fucking game. Mm-hmm. All right, so you know now this means you can't talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 anymore. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm done with it. All right. That was Andrew. <laughs> 8 out of 10. His final verdict. For Red Dead 2. For Go Red Dead Redemption 2. Because he gave it an 8 For out of quote, 10. For, quote, stupid, long-ass cowboy simulator, colon, the pre-sequel. Yes. 8 out of 10. Oh, because mm-hmm. the epilogue. Wait. What? It's before Red Dead Redemption 1, but it's the sequel to Red Dead Redemption 1. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, I even played 1. I just forget. It's not I even guess ori- I forget that. It's not even original joke. I took it from Borderlands. Because Borderlands has material? a... Pre- yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. We gotta get this guy out of here before he gets a lawsuit dropped on us. <laughs> Ethan. Yes. You play anything interesting this week? I got back into Kiwami. Yeah? Yeah. I Apparently I was like in chapter four, which probably isn't that much, but that's where I stopped the last time I tried to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't think it would be proper for me to start from there, not having any recollection of what happened. Probably could have done the what had already happened section. There's like a gallery that I guess it replays all the cutscenes or something. Gives you a quick rundown of what yeah. has occurred. Again, didn't feel proper, so I just restarted it, and it was fun. It was cool. Oh, I like you restarted re- the game from the beginning. Yeah, I was only oh, in chapter wow. four. I oh, mean, okay. it really wasn't probably that far. So um, I think the well, big the big thing had been done that you know starts the whole game off, but I hadn't really made any ground on anything. Yeah, so, so. that's fun though. I love Kiryu. He's he's awesome. Like him as a character. Cool guy. Stands up for. What he thinks is right. He is a cool guy. The Yakuza series is so interesting. Following 
like a single protagonist for that many games. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like it's definitely not a game series for everyone and it's very long and there's so many things there's just a lot going on there's a lot of the melodrama each game could take you 30 hours or it could take you 100 depending on how sidetracked you want to get but unlike stupid long ass cowboy simulator (laughs) it's easy to not get sidetracked if you don't want to like you might come up on like the side stories but you could always just say no fuck off I don't want to help you right now I don't want to intervene with this person getting mugged a lot of them can be so outlandish to where you're like yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Oh no, they're all fantastic. Oh no, or they can just be certain, so outlandish to where you're like, I have to do this. Or that, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you kind of. Or there, there might be a nice middle ground. I mean, line. like the video that Travis posted in Slack the other day of like the boss fight with the guys in the baby outfits. Oh yeah, yeah. that was such a weird side quest. Yeah, so I come up on this guy who I, I think I had beaten up some yakuza who was uh, like bumped into me. I, I fight him, and his boss shows up. It's just like, oh, you know, these fucking kids these days, like, hey, I know who you are. You're the legendary dragon of Dojima. And as my daughter, my condolences, I want you to come to this uh, this club that we have where, you know, it's it's just a good old time. They got the best looking <laughs> girls there. And, uh, you know, your your hours on me. Just come on over. Tell them so right. and so sent you and they'll take care of you. And whole hour. What am I going to do with the other 48 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> And so you go and like you go, but you, you don't really because Kiryu is never really interested in this kind of stuff, which is also what makes his character so funny is everyone's like, oh, he's so hot, blah, blah, but he's just kind of like really. He doesn't care. He Yeah, he's just completely oblivious to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so you follow and you go up to this place and it's like this this girl in like this kind of skimpy outfit. She brings you upstairs and the room looks really weird. And suddenly you realize that she wants to treat you like a baby because she's like, all right, take off your pants. And I'm going to put get the diaper ready. And then you're like, uh, no, I'm not doing this. This is weird. What is going on here? And then somehow or another, you like the wall falls down. And on the other side, you see this like giant like daycare playroom. But it's all these big Yakuza thugs <laughs> in diapers and with like baby bottles and stuff getting treated like babies in here. And this is what they spend all this money on. Yeah. And the boss is like mad that you won't participate in this gift that he's given you. And then you have to fight these big Yakuza dudes that are all in diapers. It's just a, a run of the mill side quest in a Yakuza game, but oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I love, I love the Yakuza game so much, but uh, Kwame, are you, are you sticking with it this time? Are you going to yeah, try to get through? Probably. All right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, as far as I can get, I, I may lose interest again. And then, Obviously, just start over with chapter four every yeah. once a year. Now nah, we'll see if it keeps my interest. I mean, it should. I had a good time playing it again. There's just there's a lot to absorb. There's a lot of names dropped in the very beginning. Mm. that's kind of irrelevant to a little bit later. And I thought I figured out like a twist with something. But then I, I don't that seemed too obvious to play out later. And also, I don't think it's any relevance to the actual villain in Kiwami one because it's like the slick back haired guy, right? Majima. No, he, Majima has. Oh, Nishiki. Yeah, Nishiyama. no, not Nishiki. The one in the uh, the intro for it, he's got like he almost looks like Kiryu until he like slicks back his hair all the way. I don't know. He looks. Uh, I think it's the one with the koi fish tattoo on his back. That's his brother Nishiki. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, from Yakuza Zero. Oh, because at the end of Yakuza Zero, he doesn't look Kazuma like that. Goes I'm- into jail. And then year time has passed, and when he comes out, Nishiki has become like the oh, that's what happened. Okay. Of one of the then, clans. yeah. So I'm glad I started over because yeah, I've forgotten all about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
He doesn't look like that at when you're sitting with him at the at the bar. Yeah, you take the, the fall for a murder that. Yes, yeah, he I do. Committed. I do remember that because when I saw the first video of like Kiryu with the gun and stuff, I was like, no, I remember he didn't do that. That's all like a setup and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, and then there's a time skip. A he big time skip. Yeah, yeah, he's in jail for like 20 years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got a cool story. Like there's it does. there's there's something for you to grasp onto and really stick with. But the characters like Majima is really cool, mm-hmm. and then like the whole thing where you like almost runs the knife through like Kiryu's face but he doesn't move because he's fucking because awesome. he's fucking Kiryu, brutal yeah, yeah so the, like he's a cool character and I'm sure the story's good they've made fucking six of these with what I even is it all six or there's, is there, there's seven so there's Zakuza zero through six right and then there is and there there's like also a, a couple of spinoffs mm-hmm. that are really badass and never got uh, localized <laughs> yeah so one of them is like a Yakuza Ishin sure which is, is uh, like a Vita or it's PSP a, no it's on PS3 oh, okay but it's uh, it just never got localized. But mm-hmm. it's a it's almost exactly like the regular Yakuza games, except it's set in feudal Japan, where oh, you're that's you're, cool. you play Dude, as like a samurai that looks like Cosmo Kiryu. That does sound yeah, and so dope. everyone's got like swords and stuff. I, I hopefully I'm hoping that what will happen is that we might see a remaster of that and Yakuza Dead Souls. That would be dope. Uh, What's Dead Souls? I think it's the sequel to Ancient or Ancient okay. or whatever. That would that would, is the era is like wrapping up and stuff. I think so. Yeah, that would be cool. That's man. Because cool the series premise. is blowing up so much, I think that they might now, especially since three through five are remastered now, and that was the yeah exactly so that's that's their pipeline for remastering of, the PS3 yeah, yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, I, I think cool. it is the next big thing. Like I would assume, like the the Edo era or whatever, when they're like when swords are starting to go out of style, or I think is it so, like, something like that? Yeah, oh, man. it looks everything I've seen from cool. it looks awesome. But it's, it's just kind of an old. I obviously I could I don't know enough Japanese to like to sit there and play a game, especially Yakuza, where so much of it is the cinematics and all that. That like I. I don't want to skip those. That's what I'm here for these games. Yeah, for. that's the thing. You can't. I, when I play video games, I'm I'm usually multitasking. I got a couple screens going with the video. This is one some where you, music. you have to set aside some you time where you're like, to. I'm going to play one chapter, and it's going to be like I'm watching yes. like uh, two episodes of like an hour long each. Yeah, episode. It's, it's almost a movie that but, you're. Oh, a I'm going to watch one chapter it's, today. I'm going to watch chapter two tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it's, you, you, you have, have to, to kind of stick into it. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of like almost getting the immersion of like Uncharted or The Last of Us. Yeah, it's a story. It's a mm. it's a it's a theatrical story that you're a part of and you play a part. And you know, if you again, if you're not really fully in it, it's probably not going to be that enjoyable. Much like most things, but well, and the the storytelling is so different than what we get in a lot of American media too, because like. I, it goes it's from just that Japanese to, melodrama. Yeah. Well, not even the the serious stuff. No, but I'm saying it that, goes from like serious to a wild mood yeah, swings. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. For one second, you could be like, get you and ah, then diaper. My brother, like adult then, diaper. And then, yeah, like twenty <laughs> seconds later, yeah, you're in an adult diaper yeah. thing and you're playing baseball. Yeah, like the, batting range. Yeah, and someone like, comes up to you, is like, oh, I need you to go save my girlfriend. In the very beginning, I'm, I was like doing an errand to go get a ring from a, a jewelry store, and just like on the corner, there's a dude in a white suit that has clown makeup on and stuff and that's like the then you get that music do, do, do. yeah <laughs> well i don't, I don't he wouldn't do, normally do. be there i guess because he is there to just sell you like dlc items or something but uh-huh. it's just that yakuza feel like everything's normal 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 until it's clown wacky. dude and it's like okay which is kind of just japan well, in general okay. yeah you, you just like, kind of keep going yeah that's yeah, just yeah. japan all over yeah, exactly. normal 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 is why there's just this like whole wall <laughs> full of anime posters and stuff that's crazy but it's 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 a lot of fun. I hope I stick with it this time. I'm gonna definitely give it my 
best shot every time I try to play it and yeah. not just and also you don't feel guilty either not that you do I know you don't but like if you look at my trophy list for like every Yakuza game I've played the first trophy will pop two years before the last one yeah sure because <laughs> I'll, I'll play it and I'll play it real hard for like a month mm-hmm. and then it'll I'll just like something else will come out and I won't go back and then I'll get the itch I was like dude what do I want to do Ooh, I want to go fucking play some Yakuza right now and then I'll get the itch again, like I did with Kiwami too, yeah. where it's the same thing. I my first Kiwami trophy was in uh, the end of 2017 when it came out, and then I just I finally this week finished Kiwami too because I think I said last week I was I had two chapters left. I was going to finish yeah. it, and I I binged through the rest of it. The ending is awesome. It uh, almost had too many twists and turns, but I was I was in it for, for two each one, one of them for Kiwami too. Yeah. I, I caught up all of those. I decided instead of buying the three through five remaster, cause it's like 60 bucks to get all three mm. or you can buy them individually for 25 bucks a piece. But why would I do that? Yeah, I, I decided to go ahead and pick up judgment cause that's on sale and judgment is the new series from the same studio, Ryuga studio. And it's set in the Yakuza world. It's set in Kamurocho, which is the fictional city in or section of Tokyo. And the only difference is it's like complete. It's like a complete side story from Yakuza. None of the normal Yakuza characters are in it. You play this guy named Yagami, who was a essentially a disgraced defense attorney. Is it Yagami or Yagami? Yagami, sorry. <laughs> Yugimoto. Uh, <laughs> he's a disgraced defense attorney. He gets really famous really quickly because in his first case that he works, he gets an acquittal. Which, uh, like in Japan, it's something like 99.9% of cases end in a guilty verdict. So he was like kind of seen as this like hot attorney that people wanted because he got an acquittal right off the bat. And then, unfortunately, like a week or two later after this acquittal, the person that he got off of charges murders his girlfriend and then sets their apartment on fire. Fucking uh, piece and of shit. It turns out that he's like a serial killer, basically. Wow. So you're, and you're, your guy's kind of dumb. You're real fucked well, up. Well, the thing is, is that like he just like all the evidence pointed to this guy not having committed the crime that he had committed. Well, yeah, sure. But that's kind of what and that, separates again, a good detective from a bad detective. Is, well, it wasn't I mean, this just, guy's not bad. Again, man, it wasn't just him. It That's what they, they were saying is there's like a, some people are just like, man, no one would have gotten that case because like you followed all the rules and every again, 99.9%. He convinced other people too. these are people that like very used to just saying, no, he's guilty. We don't, there's not enough of a reasonable doubt. Sounds like a moron. (laughs) Well, he decides he kind of feels the same way and decides, you know what? I obviously I'm not cut out for this. If I let this person get away. So he's not, he decides not to become a lawyer and uh, becomes a private detective instead. And so you work for his, uh, or you work as him, obviously you're playing him, but uh, he has his own detective agency. You work for him. His, yeah. uh, his buddy who helps him out is an ex-Yakuza uh, named uh, Kaito, who, yeah, he was basically kicked out of his I was going to say, how did he get family. out of the Yakuza? He was kicked out. Um, I that's can't not remember. easy to do. Yeah, yeah. you even get kicked out. And, well, yeah. that's the whole thing. Yeah, because you see with uh, Kazuma Kiryu, how he gets out of the Tojo clan. It's this big thing where like very rarely yes. do people, are people able to get out especially not scarred or anything, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't remember. I don't know if they've really gone over the part of his story. Cause I'm only in yeah, I've only I mean, finished chapter one. He's not the main character. So yeah. I'm sure we'll find out, but right now off the top of my head, if they have that, I don't sure. remember. But so he's got obviously all these Yakuza connections. Yagami also kind of has his own Yakuza connections because his like 
Godfather or kind of like the person that raised him is the boss of a subsection of the Tojo clan. There's too many sub sub families. That's <laughs> oh, what yeah, exactly. that's what I think is getting me. It's like there's the families and well, like, you don't need to know. Wait, I know, I know, yeah. but it's like some of them you kind of do though. It's like you get them and then you're like, oh, subsidiary. Oh, fuck. Okay. Subsidiary. <laughs> All you need to know is the uh Kazuma yeah. is the clan that Kiryu's from. Because yes. that's because Kazuma is the guy, like, is the boss of that clan. Or the family. Sorry, they're family. The Dojima the family, clan. right? No, that's not his. The Kazuma family is the well, one he, that but he's But he doesn't have that yet, technically. He was, no, he starts in the Kazuma family. He was about, he was going to. Where I Kiryu? am. Yes, where I am, he's still technically, it's like, they're talking about him starting the family. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. Like, it's almost assured, but it's still yeah. not, like, official. Gotcha. Yes. But uh, anyway, so. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're playing this detective, and so, so far... It, it's a nice twist on the Yakuza world and everything because obviously After, instead yeah. of being a Yakuza and you're, everyone's scared of you and stuff and you're beating After people up being for no a reason. Yakuza for so long. Yeah. yeah. You're actually like a big mechanic is like these tailing missions, which sound like shitty, but they're not as bad as like other games. It depends on how you do it. You know, there's a lot of interesting mechanics to involved in it. And then there's like chase sequences where you, you chase in your perp or whatever. And you have to like dodge out of certain areas and like not run into people and stuff. And, you're doing these investigations, so you might know a crime took place somewhere. So you go there and you got your camera and you're looking for clues and everything. So it's just a way different flow than the other Yakuza games already. And it's really enjoyable so far. I'm enjoying the new characters. It's interesting. Yeah. Seeing this world from a different point of view, just the whole case mechanic is really interesting. I really like the new way that you, they are handling abilities and stuff. So you get, SP is kind of like your experience that you earn from everything from eating at restaurants and uh, winning fights and stuff, just like the other games. And you buy your skills through your cell phone. So you have like an app, <laughs> yeah. like everything else. Is it like a skill tree? Kind of. So you, it's split up into like special abilities, which is stuff that affects like your lockpicking ability or like how much favor you earn with girls on dates, depending on like the gifts you give them and stuff. Like you might get a little more favor, favor right, with them right, than normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have a, your attack skills, so your moves and stuff, like your EX skills that you learn, did a really good one too earlier where I grabbed somebody and did the EX heat or the EX moves are like your heat actions mm-hmm. in the in the yeah. games. And I fucking bounced this dude's head off the hood of a car. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like that. Not ex- <laughs> it was like really cool because it was contextual kind of, but I wasn't expecting that unique that's, animation. That's actually what I do want to mention about the Yakuza games is the combat is probably the best part about it. Oh, absolutely. There it, are moments yeah. when I'm in the story and I'm like, this is cool. I'm, I'm enjoying this. But like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I can't wait till this boss fight. I hope All right. When's my next, when's my next guy? fucking yeah. fight? Or what's even cooler is like, I think something happened where I like bumped into a guy. Yeah. And like, I had to fight him. It's like, I felt, it felt good to fight him. Cause he fucking bumped into me. And I just got to <laughs> beat his head. And it was, it's, it's fun to play Kiryu because he is who he is. Mm. Like, you know, there's no bullshit. Yeah. It's, he's a bad guy. If you, you, fuck, you fucking piss him off, you get in his way, he beats you up. If not, well, you he's know, not if a you're, bad guy, you're though. Right. If you're a good 90% soul, of the time, it's someone else bumps in. He's yes. like, hey, you bumped into me. And then he's like, I'm going to fight right. you. And then if you're you like, yeah, but I'm costume a Kiryu. If you, you don't, don't yeah, piss not him work off. Out for you, buddy. Yeah, if you don't <laughs> piss him off and be a dick, he bumps into you and you're like, fucking as long as you don't wrong him in some way he lets you go but you insistently push him like he's gonna yeah he's gonna fucking fight yeah yeah he's mostly a good hearted guy and if you know he's not gonna 
But when that switch flips, it flips, it hard. flips hard. And, and flips he turns hard. into the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I love the the next fight scene or sequence is really what I look forward to in that game. Mm. Story's great, whatever. But I really like the fighting mechanics and the uh, styles, I guess, is what you would call them. Yeah, yeah. no, different, different styles. forms and stuff. So in Judgment, I know like in Yakuza games, like in your like brawler state, you can like pick up like bikes and stuff That's and everything beast. like yeah. that. Can you do that in Judgment? Yeah, so the, you have two fighting styles. I can't think of the name of both of them. I think, oh, so you're... The red style is tiger style. I know that yeah. because in the abilities, tiger style in the skills menu, it does say some of the attacks are like tiger style only. Okay. So basically, it's just that your tiger style is best for one on one confrontations. The other style, the blue one that you switch over to, groups. is groups. Yeah. So that's the one where you've got more like wide swinging kicks and your like tornado kick where if you get knocked down or you're doing like almost more of like the break dancing fighting that's in the awesome. Yakuza zero right. okay. where you're doing a lot of spin kicks yeah. and stuff that way. So you can hit a bunch of people in a row. Whereas the tiger style is more like Bruce Lee where he's doing like the palm punches. Yeah. A lot and, of jabs. Yeah. Quick jabs mm-hmm. and like real fast movements. Okay. But it leaves you a lot more open because you're not catching other people yeah. with like your out, like long punches and stuff like that. Wang Chung. Wang Chun. What's it called? I've seen Ip Man way too many times to not be able to know <laughs> what fucking Bruce Lee studied. God damn. Another thing I do like is that the way the EX actions work is you can bank a lot more of the heat actions because the way the icon looks is it's like your upper left corner where you have like your heat and your health or whatever. And there's an icon that shows which style you're in. So and then it's either blue or red to tell you which one you're in. And they each have their own heat actions that build up. So when you switch from one to the other, if you have like three built up from one, you switch over to the blue one. Yeah. You have a different gauge for both. Oh, okay. But like, if, say if you switch back, well, your gauge it stays. Still yeah. Okay. You don't lose them until you use them, which is nice. But uh, is you can nice. bank up to like six heat actions, like right off the bat, instead of in the other Yakuza games, usually over time, you increase your heat gauge length. And then as it gets longer, you might be able to pop off two or three heat actions yeah. in a row instead of just the one. Yeah. Whereas this like right away, it's like I can bank up to like six of these at a time. But the gauge goes down after battle ends. No, it, it stays. Oh, like, OK. You wow. Because like, you can power up your heat by going and drinking if you have oh, like the okay. the skill for that. <laughs> and then you have like three levels of that. So right off the bat, just because they were the cheaper ones, I was like, I want to build up my heat. While I'm getting drunk and uh, like it'll build up faster and I want to do it. I want to build up my heat anytime I have like an interaction with a friend. So you have the like friends that you can meet yeah. in the either restaurants or just out in the town and stuff that you can build relationships with them. And then when they might help you in battles and stuff and that has its own level that also can contribute to your heat. There's just a lot of cool things in the system that all like it, it makes it feel like you're not being punished for using the coolest moves in the game, but they're also, they don't feel nearly as overpowered. Like a lot of times that I'm playing is Yagami. I don't feel as like unbeatable as I do as Kiryu where with Kiryu, you are just like, you can take a lot of hits. You can stop playing take a ton of damage mode. Bro. I'm on, I'm on a <laughs> I'm normal just, on this no, I'm one. Just kidding. Yeah. I played easy mode. <laughs> I, full disclosure. I played easy mode on Nakuza Kiwami too. Cause I want to get it done. Yeah. I, can, um, I feel that I've definitely been there in my mind before. No, I, yeah. yeah. I did that with The Last of Us. Yeah. But I, also, I did it with Fallen Order. I, I wasn't like, I didn't get beaten down so hard that I was like, I don't ever want to play this again. Like, mm. it was such a walkthrough that I was like, I could do that harder difficulty and, yeah. and actually have a good time. And I haven't gotten close to like dying as you yeah. Yagami. I just, I just noticed that like it's taking longer for my hits to like do the damage I want them to do. 
even when I'm using like items and stuff, like there's some groups that go down quick. Sure. But Weak, the weakos, second you get like a guy yeah. with like a double health weakos. bar or whatever, it's certain, it's definitely a longer it's fight. Word. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. yeah I, I just love all the little changes they've made in here. Uh, I'm digging everything about it. It's, it's like, Oh, we've taken all the experience of like the last eight games we've made. And here's like our vision for the future of these titles. And that's what you want to see. Yeah. With a franchise like that. And I think it seems like judgment, assuming they make a second, they haven't said anything as far as I know, I guess that will be what carries forward the brawler style of game because we know Yakuza seven is going to be an RPG. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. You've seen <laughs> yeah, that. You come remember on. that, right? The crab summon <laughs> Yakuza seven is going to be yeah, like a turn-based RPG instead of this style so presumably, yeah, Judgment will be the f- series that carries that forward, and then we'll see something entirely new with Yakuza 7. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to say I finished the Final Fantasy 7 demo because I hadn't finished it last week when you guys hey, had fun. fucking it. fool. I, I thought it would take me longer <laughs> to beat it because I thought it was longer than it was. So I, No, it's just the length I, of the original demo was. It's longer than never, 10 minutes, but it's not like a 10-hour. I thought hour, there were. I thought it's there not were, Dragon Quest Eleven where you get to play the first third of the 15 game. 15 hours. I, yeah. I had seen so much gameplay from the first look that people got where there yeah. were two bosses. Tifa was there. That's what I thought it was. So I thought it was going to take me like an hour and a half. No. I blazed through it. No trouble at all. Super fun. The system instantly clicked with me. Mm. I was having a blast with the, the shortcuts. It was awesome. I was really excited. I'm super excited for the, the whole the whole game. Yeah. Me can't, too. Can't fucking wait. I was surprised how quickly the combat clicked for me too. Like it like when you're just reading the text menus and stuff, it seems more daunting. But then once you're in action, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And that's the nice thing about playing this demo is, yeah, you can make mistakes and then be like, oh, okay, I should be doing this or that or whatever. And at least it's like, you don't have to feel like, oh, I'm making a horrible mistake that's going to affect me. You can fix it really (laughs) quick. Oh, shit, I only have two potions left after the end of this whole thing. I was switching back and forth between Cloud and Barrett, and I was just like, man, I cannot wait until there's a third party member that I can Mm -hmm. integrate and do even more stuff. That's Tifa combat. Because it felt like I was like... Tifa combat. (laughs) It felt like I was... I would do cloud, then I would go to Barrett, and then I would go back to cloud or something. And I was like, I was waiting on one of them. Mm. So I needed that third to be like, let these guys build up and kind of get myself like going. Just like you're in constant rotation. Yeah. Compared yeah, to yeah. like where you had the two of them where you like switch to Barrett and you have to wait a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. to do your thing with Barrett and then go back to cloud. It's like rehab to three where you can just go, I'm doing this. All right, your action's it done. Was, and then going to the next one, then going to the next one, going to the constant. And that's so, a nice build it up too. Really that you kind of like get. It helps you get really used to using two. That way, when they throw in that yes, third character, you don't yeah. feel overwhelmed. Yeah, like you don't know how to juggle. That's all definitely the, what it is. All the things you're looking at. I think the only point I was having trouble was when the scorpion had the field generator, and I was just having trouble like picking that as my target with Cloud and uh-huh. going behind him. But I kind of just was fumbling, you know. Yeah, but yeah. it was awesome. Can't wait. I think I sent y'all the video of the guy that did the playthrough of the the scorpion. Yeah, you did do it where it's like no damage or something. No damage cloud only because he gets Barrett killed at the beginning and he just doesn't revive him. I didn't finish it, but I started to watch it. I like how at the beginning and they start the battle, uh, you'd see the pre-cut scene and Barrett's still alive. But right at the beginning, it just (laughs) just collapses. I can't believe he did it without lightning. That was... Oh, wait, no. He does use lightning, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. No, because, because Barrett has it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought. He just staggers him so fast with the rest of his combos that he didn't even need it. Very much looking forward to that mm-hmm. game. It could come a and little sooner, but it's usual. No, what is it again? Play April tenth. April tenth. Yeah, it's a couple Take. weeks, man. A couple weeks. Couple weeks. Yeah. <sighs> come on. Are you, you, got, you got Doom Eternal coming. You got Animal Crossing. Yeah, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Ten I'm days. gonna play the fuck out. Ten of days Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. 
But also Apex. I played Apex. I always play Apex. Doom Eternal can eat my asshole. You were I'm ju- done with it you until... You were just looking at it saying... I love Doom Eternal. You fucker. But I am going to drop Doom Eternal like a bad habit. The day Final Fantasy VII's ready. Well, sure, like, but, if I have not but finished you can, it by then... You'll have plenty of time to beat Doom Eternal You'll by come Final back because you said you were going to I don't buy think Doom Eternal twice. will be some crazy epic campaign. Probably lengthwise, probably be a, pretty long. It'll probably be a good, solid campaign, but not nothing. I don't think too crazy. I agree because yeah. it's. It, I mean, the big thing with Doom Eternal is that all of the areas are supposed to be so much more how massive. Long, how many hours was the first one? 20, 20, 20 30, 15, maybe. Yeah, I would say 15, this will 20. probably be maybe. And I, like, but see, the I play Doom, especially with the way they have that map set up. Like I hunt for all the. Oh yeah, it can, stuff, you can put like, in an extra fifteen hours or something. Yeah. By, by looking for everything, I would say Doom Eternal solid 45, 50 hours. For me, I mean, you can, 60, you yeah, can probably play through it faster if you're okay. just. Oh yeah, no, yeah. not. Like, I was gonna say no, like thirty. I'm talking. You're looking, looking, I like. Yeah, you're looking around every corner. As a kid corner. who grew up with Doom, and I like would walk up and down every single map, smashing the space button to look for the hidden door yeah. that I know is there, and would like. The second I get to the end screen and it's like, hey, you only found one out of three secrets. I'm like, <laughs> okay, fuck. I'm going to replay this level nice over and over again until I play them all. You only killed 97% of the demons. Where's the other fucking demon? I swear I like clean this place up. Nope. That's how I play the Doom game. So, And that's ingrained in me yeah. and it will never change. So it will take me much longer <laughs> to get through Eternal. But uh, yeah, I, hopefully I can stay focused that week because otherwise, yeah, I'm not going to finish it until <laughs> 7 starts. And then also the other big thing is I have less time to finish Doom Eternal than you guys think because I have to start Persona 5 The Royal on oh, the 31st. Fuck. You really don't. You've already played it. Like, it doesn't down. matter. I've been itching. I've had Persona I, hives yeah. for five months now what? where I've just been like Why trying to decide do I play again? 5 or do because I just wait Because it doesn't have the, the new content. That's what I'm saying. Just scratch that itch a little bit. Don't, you know. No, um, there's no scratching that itch for yeah. That's exactly what scratching an itch is. You just, a little bit. Just, this is an itch you scratch until the limb falls off. And then it's it like, blisters cool. and then yeah, gangrene. Just yeah. plus. Just then he's just scratching a bone. You live with the phantom limb syndrome after that of, of wanting to continue to play Persona 5. Yeah. This is going to be a hectic few weeks starting very short. It's gonna, it's gonna be really weird with all of us talking about a different game because neither one of us are oh, playing yeah. the same. Strap in, everybody. We are gonna have some hella impressions very soon. It's not gonna be because what today's March tenth. Doom comes out the twentieth, right? But you guys are the only and ones not that are gonna Doom, play that. But Doom Eternal that. and yeah. Doom sixty four. Yeah, that's true. And I've never played Doom sixty four, so I I'm did. gonna be playing both of those at the same time. <laughs> I think that was the only Doom I played. We got some Doom sixty four news as well, but. Speaking of, you guys ready to get into it? Yeah. I'll wrap it up right now. First on the yeah, docket. No, let's, cut, let's cut this close. The big news, but not so big news of this week. Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> the not-so-secret free-to-play cross-platform battle royale title. Don't you love saying what? all those words? There? That's on everything these days. There's Every a, new game comes out. There's a Call of Duty Battle Royale? It's what? a free-to-play cross-platform battle This has never been done Royale. before. Why did anybody tell? Where did this This came out of nowhere. The title <laughs> from Activision Blizzard launches today on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. It's out now. Gameplay appears out to be near. your typical Battle Royale fare, but on a larger map than usual and a player count of 150 people per match. 
Instead of the equipable gadgets found in Black Ops 4's blackout mode, players will work to find loose cash that they can use at buy stations that allow them to purchase temporary abilities similar to the series' well-known killstreaks or to revive fallen teammates like in Apex Legends. Upon dying during the match, instead of being out for the count, during early moments of the match, you are tossed into the gulag, where you will watch a 1v1 deathmatch of two other fallen players before entering the fray yourself. If you win, you get revived and put back on the battlefield. The gulag is not available for the entire match, of course, presumably shutting down after some time has passed or enough players have lost. And I think during Andrew's match earlier, we found that you get one gulag per person. Well, yeah, like during the match. And mm-hmm. yeah. after that, you don't get to do it, it again, sense, but you can yeah, still be revived. Sure. Yeah. But by a teammate. The game will feature a real money store of sorts, but we don't have any details at the moment on how that works and if there's any sort of battle pass system available day one. So, you guys didn't look into it? When no, no, I didn't we remember the we weren't even technically out yeah. of the match. Like, we just yeah, waited for that other guy to die and then we had to start recording. So, so I like this. Yeah, uh, the gulag so far, was really cool. Yeah, the gulag was really cool. This is definitely going to fill my Call of Duty itch that I've been having. Yeah. Because I, you know, like we've said before in the podcast, the 2v2 mode is fantastic, and I've been really wanting to get back into that. Mm-hmm. But the one match that I did play earlier, the textures and everything looks fantastic. It's running really well on PS4. Yeah, I mean, it does. does. It, it feels more optimized than Blackout. It's probably 60. Yeah. If I had to guess. Oh, yeah, like- for sure. Uh, even this, even though that it came out day one, I would still say it felt way better than any of the times I played Black Ops 4 Battle Royale. Mm. That that game was just... Is that the fire one? Which no, one Firestorm was, the- no, was fire uh, Battlefield. Battlefield 5. Yeah. yeah. I keep fucking doing that with Battlefield. It's <laughs> the second <laughs> time I've done that today. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I, I was telling the guys earlier before we started, I, for academic reasons, I'm going to jump in and play a little bit of this. How long it hooks me, for I don't know. Scientific purposes. Yeah, for scientific purposes. I want to be able to talk about it. Sure. I, want to, I want to know what it's about. I want to have a general opinion. I, but I just know that's I, not what it's a battle royale game. I'm, it's not going to hook me, but yeah. I, I am going to give it a shot. It does seem interesting. You can pretty much say without a doubt that this game is going to be enormous. It's yeah, free yeah. to play. It's got Call of Duty in the name. It's they cross, already broke all sorts of records when they put out that uh, yeah. Call of Duty mobile recently or whatever. It's mm-hmm. already pulling in a shit ton of money. Is it yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's huge. It's the biggest mobile Call game yeah. on like the planet right now, as far as I know. This is going to be a juggernaut. It's free. Yeah. People will probably spend whatever money they were going to spend on cosmetics. And as, shit. as long as it doesn't get stale and they keep updating it. Yeah. It'll be probably yeah. big. You don't have to update it. That's the thing about people that play Call of Duty games. They will bitch and moan till the cows come home. They're going to keep playing the game. They'll get a drop off, though. They need to keep giving it some content. For yeah. No, a, for, I know. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be like, yeah. you know, different seasons and events for sure. Yeah. Exactly. As yeah. long as they keep up with the normal Battle Royale stuff, that'll, yeah, this will be around for a while. And with this being free to play, which I think is the smartest move they could made i think yeah. this was a necessity we saw that with blackout the player counts dropped off so quick because and people just went back to playing the regular multiplayer we've seen yeah. that with fortnite and apex that you don't have to charge for your game to make a shit ton of money off sure of it. Mm-hmm. like that's the biggest takeaway is people will pay for things yeah and I, this will be a, a nice constant revenue stream for them that will make sure that they don't have to do what they did with black ops 4 which is try to bungle a multiplayer only thing with a battle royale, they'll be able to focus on their campaigns. Maybe don't have to rush those quite as hard because they've got all this like guaranteed money mm-hmm. coming through. And at least for the players, I mean, presumably it being free to play and not tied to another mainline Call of Duty means it might get supported for more than a year. There might even be some kind of something with the main game because even in the beginning intros, Ghost is there and he's talking to Price. Price? So maybe there is some kind of something with the main game in there too, or they could have like a you know crossover shit where 
Hunt Price or well, sure, something I mean, like that. That's the kind mean. of shit where like when Black Ops 5 comes out or whatever the next big Call of Duty that's coming out this year, they can just do an update where it's like, here's a cut. Like it's, I don't think anything that's going to happen in Warzone is going to be more like canon. A, a canon no. story it's type just, thing. It's oh, hey, ah. you know this guy from this series. We'll... We'll chuck in the Black Ops event into Warzone. You know this we'll, guy. We'll <laughs> chuck in the, clap. the Infinite Warfare yeah. event. or like They can do whatever they want with That'd it be now cool. because it's free and it's uh-huh. split from everything else. And again, it becomes free advertisement for your next campaign. It, oh, you want to know more about so-and-so or what happens next? Well, you got to buy Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, whatever. I mean, what, what this one was just Modern Warfare, the newest one. There was just like a rendition of it where it was called Modern Warfare. They reset the name, right? Yeah. I mean... That game was dead to me. I played the campaign, tried the multiplayer, knew what it was, sent it back to to Redbox when they were still doing that. Yeah. Because I I think whatever Call of Duty comes out (laughs) this year is going to be from the team that does, that did World War II. Yeah. Um, Whether or not it's a futuristic thing or if it's going to maybe like Vietnam War. I don't have to get a a Gamefly trial to play that campaign. But I was never going to do anything else with this Call of Duty Modern Warfare. This Battle Royale, there is a good probability that they could get 10 bucks out of me for it. So, and I'm sure that I am, there's a bunch of people that are just like me in that regard, that modern warfare was a dead game to them. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to play, I'm not going to pay for $60 for a bunch of people to call me the N word and tell me I suck on the internet. Now I can do it for free. (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't, you know, now it's, it's still that call of duty itch like Drew said, but I don't pay for it. And you know, maybe if there's something cool and shiny enough, I'll give them 10 bucks. Because sometimes they never play the game again. I mean, we've all seen I play fucking battle royals if I like them. Definitely. Next. (laughs) Horizon Zero Dawn has officially been confirmed to be receiving a PC release this summer in an interview with the head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios, Herman Holst, on PlayStation blog today. Who said that? That's our resident. Get that cow out of here. Our resident fanboy, Ethan Newbolt. PlayStation games should be for everybody. No, they shouldn't. You're not convincing anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quote, yes, I can confirm that Horizon Zero Dawn is coming to PC this summer. There will be more information coming from Gorilla, from the new studio directors, Michael Vanderloo, JB Van Beek, and Angie Smets pretty soon. When asked what this meant for the future of PlayStation franchise, Herman said, quote, I think it's important, Ethan, that we stay open to new ideas of how to introduce more people to PlayStation and show people maybe what they've been missing out on. Ethan, he continues, quote, <laughs> I've already to maybe seen... put a few minds at ease, Ethan, releasing one <laughs> first party AAA title, Ethan, to PC doesn't necessarily mean, <laughs> Ethan, that every game will now come to PC. This Ethan. is why I'm not more upset, because he already clarified. He already, that clar- he already said, Ethan, in my mind, Horizon Zero Dawn <laughs> was just is a safe. great fit in this particular instance, Ethan. Basically what I got. We don't this. have plans for day and date PC releases, Ethan, and we remain 100% committed, <laughs> Ethan, to dedicated hardware. Ethan. I get it. I, I heard that when I read that, I, quote. I calmed down and was like, okay, he doesn't mean... It's weird that he thought that he needed to reach out directly to you on the PlayStation blog. He reached out to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> the title Steam page is already up, but the game is not yet available for pre-order, so we don't have any information on pricing just yet. So we are, we, we're pretty confident this was happening because the yeah, person who dropped the Death rumor Stranding, was Jason Schreier. Yeah, that too, he that doesn't first, just post yeah. rumors. He has this kind of stuff vetted, and he's usually a pretty good source. Uh, he did post a funny tweet yes. on Twitter today where he's just like, I'll be accepting apologies from all the PlayStation fanboys that told me to go <laughs> kill myself because I must be a liar <laughs> or whatever. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> this is super cool. I've been wanting to 
go back into Horizon Zero Dawn for a while now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I talked about it on the podcast, and then you were like, "Well, just download PlayStation Now or whatever and, and retry it." But uh, the fact that it's coming to PC, I want to see how it performs on there. Yeah. Know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is that, that game was definitely a, a technical showcase for sure. Absolutely. On the PlayStation, and I, you know, on PC, it'll just run even better. And you know, it, imagine that game at like fourteen forty. You know. Or even, I mean, there's no reason you couldn't run it at 4K 60 on your oh, TV. Very true, I mean, right depending now, yeah. on the hardware requirements, and maybe a little lower than 4K, like yeah. native 4K, but uh, either, so, even where. But as for pricing on this, I could see this coming out at like forty dollars with maybe like a fifty dollar, yeah. like including the DLC. No, the complete edition is the edition yes. going. Oh, up. really? So yeah. only, okay, yeah, I could definitely see this going out for like forty bucks. Yeah, so probably yeah, I'm thinking thirty to forty is probably what we see. I would I would do full price for this. Honestly, this is a full price game. This is one of those ones where I think, I mean, it's fine. It's to, been out for a few years, sure, though. and it's yeah. fine to give it a discount for I can PC. See, I can see Death Stranding being a full-price game for sure. It will be, yeah. Yeah. Wait, dude, it hasn't been out that wait, long. Wait, it, wait, it's wait, a brand new game. Those are on par. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Horizon Zero Dawn came out in no, February 2016. Who the fuck cares when it came out? People it's that are going to buy do. the game it's on just Steam. just now coming to PC. I understand. So that's a new release. They're, Ethan, they're is also someone going- more in touch with the PC community? <laughs> All we're saying is that people will not be happy if this comes out at $60. And Sony's yeah, smart enough that. to not yeah, piss people off. I understand off. that you're not going to be happy with it. Who cares? Deal with it, Master Race. <laughs> Pay $60 for a good game. It just won't be that much. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it won't, but you guys should be willing to pay sixty bucks for, or fifty nine ninety nine, whatever. Why? Honestly, Cry. if it did come at sixty, I mean, I'm sure it would be like the definitive edition, you know, Thank coming you. with the DLC. I would repay it because I like that game you. so much. But I do think you're overstepping your boundary by saying we should be expected to pay sixty. I that think it's been out for three. You'd rather three have years. all of the thumbs up, green, positive reviews on Steam, yeah, that are very happy about how well really, the game I'm not runs say and it's all this other stuff. But and then it was priced well. Shouldn't be so high and the, mighty about not the mixed reviews to. that are going to show up on Steam. The, oh, pay a full price for a game that came out. Some you're talking about the people that are also they don't want to pay full price for Metro Exodus just because it came out on Epic Game Store yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, you bunch These of these are already the people that babies. Exactly, percent. I agree. Fuckers. But yeah, they're, that's what Jesus. they're gonna do. It comes out a year later, and now you've got a bunch of people who are like, well, now they're not getting a dime from you me because I'm gonna pirate it. All right, forty nine ninety. Oh, you're conceding on your physical price that you don't have any charge of. You're gonna no, say, right, it's, you know what? It's honestly no. I'm, it's a, it's a sixty dollar game, but yeah, it's you're right. It has not been out for a while. It's not. It's ten dollars from PlayStation. Worth, still worth sixty dollars. <laughs> the it's, game story is worth sixty dollars. No one's saying it's not worth it. Yeah, you saying you if can't that game, sell you it for are. that price. I, duh, if that game came out I'm today, you're right. It would be worth sixty dollars. I'm but saying it came it's out four years ago. I think the PlayStation so the Pro, Pro is worth four hundred dollars. You can't sell it for four hundred dollars right. anymore. You're right, but you shouldn't be all high and mighty. About, oh, I don't pay. It's fucking three years old. Eh, sorry. <laughs> cars made three years ago are the same price as cars made now. That's all I'm saying. All right, buddy. Next up. Prove me wrong. <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> released a new story trailer for Ghost of Tsushima last week that gives us our biggest insight yet into the game and ended with a release date of June 26, 2020. The game follows Jin Sakai, one of the last remaining samurai after a brutal attack by the Mongols and their leader, the Khan, against the island of Tsushima. Jin begins to shed the teachings of the samurai, becoming the ghost and wages unconventional war for the freedom of Japan. Cool. I cannot believe this game is coming out this soon. Yeah. This is exactly what we were talking about a few episodes ago when The Last of Us got delayed. 
that were like, okay, maybe this Possibly was a summer PS5 game before relaunch window. Yeah, and game. it's like yeah. clearly they're gonna move this to the fall or something. And yeah, maybe they push it and make it a cross gen PS5 thing. Nope, they just nope. hand it to us on a silver platter. They're just, just like, like, you know what? We're June gonna 26th. make the next four months. The final reason why you need to have a PS4 if you don't already. If it's ready, it's ready. We've I mean, got you know? huge games mm-hmm. exclusive every month leading up to July, I think. Because, I mean, Neo 2 is the big one for mm-hmm. this month that's only on PS4. Oh. And then next month, of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake. You've got The Last of Us Part Two in May. And then now your June game is Ghost of Tsushima. That's nuts. This is selling PlayStation 4s. Yeah. <laughs> and if any one of those like couldn't sell them by themselves, <laughs> now you're, dude, all that Sony needs to do now is do another one of those $200 PS4 base bundles or whatever where you throw, chuck in God of War, yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, uh-huh. like around the time that Last of Us comes out and drop PS4. Like if they could drop PS4 Pro to 250 but their bundles already 250 no i think the lowest they go the big black friday deal was like 300 bucks mm. i don't even think that came with a game it was just here's mm. ps4 pro 300 dollars. but man what a way to send out this console I, I think it's just incredible that they were able to get these games lined up this way such a powerhouse and that four month stretch is just salt in Xbox's wounds, man. <laughs> they have not had a series of games released like that the entire generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not a, you cannot name, you take off Neo 2 because it's not even for everybody. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a very niche higher game. level difficulty kind of niche. It's Souls But it's PlayStation exclusive, yeah. but it's still throwing Persona 5 because you're getting a Persona 5 the Royal this month or whatever. Neo 2's PlayStation exclusive? Yeah. Man. Was Neo Published 1 by on Sony Xbox? Computer Entertainment. It was for a while, but then I think it did come to PC and Xbox eventually, didn't it? The uh, first one. I don't know. I thought it did after a couple of the DLCs It could have, but I know that Neo 2 is specifically published by Sony. That's, I mean, that's awesome. It's, it's Neo 2 from what I've played from the betas and stuff. It's very polished. It's really cool. It's not. You're right, though. It's not for everybody. The no, I the remember playing the Neo two, the uh, or not the Neo beta the, a few years ago. Whenever it first came out, yeah, it's very it's, challenging. It's Even hard. for me, it's kind of like I oh, don't so know. Neo one did come out on a PC, but not it, Xbox. it was also it was still uh, published by Sony on PC though. But it didn't come out at the same time as the PS4 did. Did it? It was a little bit later. Or? Came out in November, and then uh, the PS4 version came out in February. So. Most like almost a year later. Okay. Yeah, but just like those three games, all system sellers coming out one month, one month, one month. What have you guys got? Ori? Better than almost the entire <laughs> fucking generation of games. Oh, yes. This is the only game I can think of that I can't <laughs> no, play. Kind of they got Bleeding Edge coming out. Yeah. Ooh. What? I couldn't get through a whole match. I, I don't even know what <laughs> oh, the did fuck that is. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's, uh, there's like an open beta or something. Uh, on Games Pass or something? On Game Pass, yeah. It <sighs> really was not. It's more like, uh, what was it called? You're just yelling random words into yeah, so a hallway. Yeah, so currently Neo 2, yeah, there's no announced PC copy So you for have that, to so imagine. But even though it might also come out in November or something, yeah, but yeah, still. Yeah. It's it's on the right now. Or if you want to play that, you got to play it on PlayStation Four. Honestly, that Neo Two is going to get some DLCs. Like I would yeah. be shocked if it didn't. So yeah, it's definitely it would probably be a while, but eventually you have to think. Yeah, but I mean, I can't think of another generation where it, like had that many big big games come out right at the end. I know you always get one Swan Song game. Yeah, sure. You got your God of War Two on PS Two. You got your uh, Last of Us on PS Three. But man, 
And especially the fact that two of those are first party. And then Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is just... That game, I wasn't sure before the demo came out, but I think that's on track to be enormous. Oh, no, I knew that game was going to be enormous from the start. The cult following that thing has. It's a cult following, but it's also... I think even for people that haven't ever played it. Exactly. It's going to bring them in. Yeah. Uh-huh. It oh, looks yeah. so good. And especially with like the revamped battle system, you know, most people aren't... Some, well, I wouldn't say most See, people, but some people aren't don't really like the turn-based battle system. Yeah, that's now, what I hadn't considered until we got in our hands and we played it. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, like I get people maybe being bored or turned off by turn-based RPGs. But sitting down and playing that one, I'm like, oh, this is what bridges that gap. It's got those elements and that soul to it. Mm -hmm. But it's something that you got people now. They're like, ooh, we watch Dark Souls on Twitch. We like action games are just a Mm -hmm. bigger thing now. They've always been big. But like that third person action is just so it's so hot right now. It's come into (laughs) itself in its own thing. Yeah. But it speaks to those people that, again, you said don't like the turn base and stuff. There's even an easier mode for you with the classic mode. I mean, it holds your hand a little bit, but you can also play a slightly different way. Mm-hmm. You can focus more on the abilities, the magic, the items versus actually focusing on blocking or dodging. It protects you more while you're planning out than just simply, oh, you're all in. Which yeah. some people like, some people might not like. It's cool to have a mode like that for mm-hmm. a game like this because there's plenty of people that are, yeah, they're going to see that mode's in there. But like, ooh, I'm not good at this kind of game. But I've heard so much about this story. It's a story that people have been talking about since 1997. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now you get to experience it in 4K, HDR, modern controls, like Added a game that you story, can really get into. Voice acting. And then just looking at the way the demo is going on PlayStation Network, it's already like the highest rated demo on the PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Like how many people have given it like that thumbs up and how many downloads it's gotten and stuff. I'd love to see how many replays it has from like people. I know yeah. that's a statistic that no one would ever oh, see. Oh no, I plan on replaying it. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on if the number's interesting enough. If Square notices oh, like well, on average, like you're getting five playthroughs of the demo exactly, per account. Yeah, per that's person. a number they'll put out. Yeah. They'll put out that in, that spreadsheet infographic or whatever. Because I've heard multiple people say, oh, I'm going to go home and play the demo again because it is pretty quick. Especially if you know what you're doing after the first time. Yeah, but it, yeah, it just speaks you can to get how it down in about are. 20, 30 yeah, minutes. What was the whole thing about the... Oh, you probably speed run it, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What was the whole thing about the 20 minutes and the 30 minutes with the timer? So that's in the the original game, too, what? where you could just you get like minutes. an extra like item or something. Or, uh, for doing it fast. Or some sort of some sort of award or something. Yeah, 30 uh, minutes felt like forever <laughs> yeah no exactly and that was the yeah. thing is even in the base game like if you pick the lowest amount of time like you'd have to be yeah. fucking around to not get out <laughs> yeah there's not even enough but items in the to, demo like, if you pick 20 minutes you get an extra length uh that's trailer cool. at the end oh that's a, that's the only way you can see the trailer that has like sephiroth and stuff like that in it oh, it's almost now like i really want to go back now i realize yeah. why i didn't see that Oh, because you picked Me 30 too. minutes? Because I, I thought I might have needed it. I didn't know Coward. what I was yeah, in. I, I didn't too. know what I was in for. <laughs> Maybe if you had played Final Fantasy VII recently, you would uh, you would have remembered and noticed that, like, oh, yeah, it's not that hard to get out of this area. Oh, I thought for the remake it might be more challenging than the, I mean, the base game is pretty easy. But uh, potion, 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 potion. The story was about <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, I guess. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's not y'all's fault. We all went off track. Like I said, I mean, this is like Gangbuster months coming up. We're all just, we're all just waiting, waiting for Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really crazy how soon this is coming out. Like, cause like we were saying, it just, I expected it to get pushed. This is one too, where it feels like we didn't hear about it for so long. And then we did. And then we got like a short little teaser trailer and then they didn't really say anything else. And it just, 
It could have been anything. It could have been like Death Stranding where, oh, this came out a year and a I half before we just, thought. Or it could have been like, oh, maybe this is a next-gen game and they just haven't told us yet. I think it, it was just been in the moment the whole postponed culture was kind of happening where it just seemed like everything was getting everything pushed back. Be, yeah. So we just automatically assumed that yeah. this giant title that is supposed to, you know, it's it's going to blow people's minds. Mm-hmm. We expected it to need more polish, a lot more polish. So, yeah, we, we pictured Holiday beginning of next year maybe even. Yeah. And this is great, though. Dude, just think about that, too. I mean, PS5 launches, you got your new launch lineup titles for there, and then also... This is going to play even better. You've Yeah, you've got some th- three banging-ass fucking platform exclusives for the previous gen that, yeah, are, are going to follow you with you. Like, it's it's not the issue with PS3 where it's like, oh, sweet, God of War 3 just came out, or The Last of Us, but I can't play The Last of Us on my PS4. Got to wait a year until the mm-hmm. remaster comes out, if it comes out. You're going to get to play Ghost of Tsushima right away. It's going to be a killer fucking fall for Sony. It's, I hope the PS5 doesn't break. Maybe it doesn't break. Like, why would it break? like a manufacturing flaw where it just... Why would you Why would you put that out in the world? Because it's my, like the number one worry is that I buy that shit day just one doesn't console happen anymore. and it, there's a there's a huge just recall flaw there's in no it. There's no reason to I know you're just that. Being, you're making yourself I paranoid, know, man. I know. I laugh every time I see those comments online and stuff where it's like, I'm not getting it at launch day because there's always I'm bugs. There's always hard. I'm so uh, there's going to be a day one patch. I've had fucking I'm launch scared. day consoles for the last like three generations. I've never had an issue where it's just like <laughs> everything's just broken. And then also, no, not right away. Like warranties are a thing. Not like, right I mean, away. Just on. like eventually. Or so, I don't know. But no, yeah, it's it's unfounded fear and it's going to be it's going to stop it. I'm going to feel Bad great Ethan. as fuck turning on my PS5 for the first time. I am. Yeah. It's very excited. Yeah, I'm going to wrap it in bubble wrap. Nobody's going to be able to touch it. You Can't put, wait for Ghost of Shushima. You're looking at my PS5. You're looking at my PS4, bro. Don't, don't, don't you look look at my it. PS5. Next up, Reggie Fizame, known best in the industry as the former president and COO of Nintendo of America, has been appointed to GameStop's board of directors alongside former CEO of Walmart, U.S. William Bill Simon, and current PetSmart president Bill and CEO Simon. James J.K. Simicic. Simicic? Simicic. <laughs> I'll have to edit that one out. Semantic? Semantic? Semantic. I bet that's it. what it is. Yeah. According to gamesindustry.biz, these appointments appear to be an attempt to fill in gaps that will occur in June as four current board members are set to retire. A bunch of old people. Pizza May said on Twitter, quote, the gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop. I look forward to being a part of GameStop's board and helping to make this happen. Is Pung End still cool? So this is pretty big news, man. It's the we, four board members that are retiring. It's been oh. just about a year since Reggie left. <laughs> At first, I was just like, Reggie's been in the game industry no, for a while. No, this, is, this is great he news. He looks very spry. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> <laughs> this is great news for GameStop. I, we, we joked about it the other day how uh, he's joining a jumping ship, but I think this can only be good. It's a super smart decision because yeah, Reggie's joining so, a sinking ship. I don't think so. I think I think we No, you said joining a jumping ship. <laughs> oh, did I? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even notice until no, Travis pointed it out. <laughs> joining a sinking ship. Sorry. Yes. I I I think it's good. I it's think he's smart gonna, for them. Yeah. I mean, you gotta wonder how this fits into their plans for all these store revamps and stuff. Because Reggie is a charismatic upfront Person like is he gonna? Are we gonna have Reggie TV in every GameStop where he's like up on the TV? <laughs> there's a standout of new him in every stuff. store. Welcome. Like, there's no way they can just keep him in like a board somewhere where he just does boardroom stuff I and signs off on things. He's got to be personable. He's he, he's got to be like the mascot almost. So he's Reggie. He yeah. could be. 
he could be the the face of the board that they use for public announcements just because that's such a thing that he is known for and good at. Yeah. So while being a board director or member, he could also be the face. He may want to do that. And as a board member, I think he has the power to be like, this is what I'm going to do. But how do you do something like that? Because you think of like Nintendo where it's like, oh, it makes sense for Nintendo to have a direct because they're telling you about new products they have coming and stuff. I mean, what is GameStop doing? Like, are we going to see advertisements with Reggie on? on that's, I think Reggie's going to be like the new <laughs> face of like what, what GameStop's trying to do like yeah. bring him back to retro stuff. Yeah, that's what, but that's what I mean. How is he going to be the face? Where I are we, think where are we gonna gonna be, see that face? I think it's Maybe going some to sort be of that, giant Reggie cutouts it, at every GameStop. <laughs> or like, just said, like an ad oh, I didn't hear you say it. There's going to be cutouts <laughs> of Reggie. I didn't hear you say cutouts of Reggie, man. Just repeated me. I'm sorry. Um, are we going to have like the wax museum dolls, where it's just like there's a like a anatomically correct Reggie? You have to this GameStop and get your picture taken with Reggie. It would be a flat screen TV with like videos of him just playing on a loop. No, we need the cardboard cutouts. But no, it. I forgot what I was gonna fucking say because of all the pieces of shit. We God need like a big Reggie inflatable dancing man or whatever <laughs> oh, that sits okay. on now the top of every wacky building. Wacky 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 Reggie Fies Fies I, man. inflatable too, man. I believe we're just so used to the GameStop that we've had forever. Yeah, and what they've been doing, what they Powered have done. The players. Yeah, and we're just we can't see the vision of the new GameStop and what it could be. I think it's going to be a little more hands-on, a little more him is making some decisions that, you know, will change things from a certain level. Have like the Reggie tour. So, I don't know. Tours around. Hey, there's like a this Reggie This is a talk. Reggie approved game. I, I really don't know. They could come up with like a new mascot or a new person that speaks for GameStop. You know what Reggie I mean? Reggie is the mascot. Yeah. We He's got to be. But that's because we're used to him being. You never, you, honestly, we don't know. It would be it a damn be, shame if he wasn't. They could fucking have like an animated character and he's the voice of it. Like, you know, we, uh, fucking Gamey the Stop or Stoppy the, the Stop. Stoppy the Game <laughs> character, whatever. Like, it's a little talking GameStop yeah, sign. <laughs> um, but you got a what? You got a Walmart guy. You got a fucking the PetSmart president. Jesus. What 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 is GameStop gonna be? They got puppies in there. And I think he's just in there because he knows that the whole <laughs> thing's going down, and he's gonna collect no. his bonus. Oh, you think they're so just gonna can, liquidate? Yep, they're gonna GameStop the and just it. yep, just, <laughs> just dismantle it. That's exactly what they're gonna do. I don't, I'm I'm looking forward to GameStop coming to work on Tuesday, and it's just like nope, no more work. Especially with that <laughs> that recent press that they had about like unsavory work conditions between managers and, and employ like lower employees and stuff like that. There was an article that was something where it was like they were forced to do things and shit and just people complaining, but in a way that it was like, Oh yeah, every job's bad. Like this was some really deplorable stuff, but I think he could change all that for the better and make it a place that people actually want to work at. Like he did with Nintendo. Maybe. I want you to find that GameStop article because that is something that's worth. No, you don't have to do it right now. I'm, I'm just saying right like, I'm going to do it right now. That's that's stuff that should be in the news. That sounds like a pretty intense story. You fucking cowards. Right now. Thick in your skin, guys, okay? I'm just a human being. Cut me, I bleed. I I'm not going to fucking eat your souls because I say only. Oh, my God. It hurts. Cut me, I <laughs> See, y'all sit on Apex Legends and have your little fucking depressing pity party every night. No, we don't. Fucking crying about, oh, what Travis say that. to you today? No, we... Oh, he told me my carrots weren't cooked enough. <laughs> oh, did? man, what a bastard. <laughs> 
God, you're such a dick. I bet he asked me to be honest, and I said it a little undercooked. No, and I he took a bite. It. He's like, yeah, they're a little undercooked for me too. I thought about it's it. So if, great. If he had blanched them just like a little bit first, blanched them. Yes, blanched you know, like, them. Like uh, Kate Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is that like? Is that like where you poke holes into them a little bit, or with the fork? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so you know how you can you can. <laughs> You know how you can boil them and eat them? And <laughs> you know, like when you blanch a pastry. And you you, poke you some score holes. it? Yeah. No, you blanch it. <laughs> um, no, it's just like a, a quick boil slash simmer to kind of soften them before you grill them or something. So they're soft on the so inside. So there's no holes. You poke the hole so you see the little tiny bubbles come out when you're blanching them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, Drew, that I laughed about you saying blanch. I hope I didn't offend you or hurt your feelings in any way, shape, or form. I want you to know that we're it. still friends and I appreciate you. You know what you need to say? What? You're good, pussy. You're good, pussy. <laughs> yeah, that's what... I'll start putting my hand on your shoulder. I say, Drew, you're a good person. That was old and that was late. But you're a good person. <laughs> Great episode. Oh my god. I just want to know what deplorable things the game stop managers were doing. I'm looking. Were they farting past employees? They were operating a used game slave trade. <laughs> Literally took the food out of your kids' mouths if you weren't hawking enough used games every week. <laughs> well, it looks like you didn't sell enough copies of GTA 5. Time for the waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, one of those guys that's retiring, he was actually uh, Dick Cheney. Is on the board of directors. <laughs> that's why they were. He was. He said torture against our part-time employees was totally fine. Yeah. As long as it got us results. <laughs> what? What's that? You don't want to close and then open? <laughs> you get the old rag treatment. Right? We call this rag treatment the clopin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are we doing? I'm wavering to the horrible story because Ethan didn't want to wait till later to find it. He had to want to do it he now. Had to do it right now. What? No. The, go. I can't go without you because then you're going to say in the middle of one of us talking, you're going to be like, that. I found the thing, by the way. I won't. And then you'll say GameStop and sexism. And then I'll be like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know. I haven't read the story yet. That's almost what I said whenever he brought up the story in the first place. It was a while ago. I read something about kangaroos and the coke trade, and I was like, what? Tell me you more. Know, Why the fuck have you finished reading it yet? You know, it's like... <laughs> is it a recent story, or something that happened a long time ago? It was like ago? a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago? Give me the keywords. I gotta find it. No, I'm saying... The keywords! <laughs> you remember the words Game you read? GameStop bad workers <laughs> need help. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, it was a it was a a story from Polygon in February. Report GameStop's decline leads to poor working conditions. GameStop employees report extreme pressure from desperate bosses amid store closure and sinking revenue. 
is was their tagline, but that might be a similar story. But again, it was, it does come off as just, well, I hate my job. You're making me work hard, but some of them are more justified than others. I think it's like, you know, a guy who works at GameStop has a bad day. He goes home. He complains on Reddit. ABC news is like, Oh, this guy's getting abused at GameStop. Somebody writes a big op-ed piece. The whole world burns. I don't know. You know, what are you going to do next up? Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition has now been released on PC as part of the Master Chief Collection and is available now on Game Pass for PC, Windows Store, and Steam. So this came out quicker than we expected. We talked about the flight happening pretty recently, I think maybe three or four episodes ago. So I guess that flight went well. And We've gotten reach. Now this is live. Just reach and Halo reaching, 1. Halo yeah. 1. Okay. yeah. And Halo 1 was presumed to have been able to go quicker because it's based on gearbox's previous anniversary edition port mm. and again these are the games that have already all the major legwork of getting it in the master chief collection was already done sure this has been on xbox for quite a while now does that mean two might take a little longer no uh that's the thing is the stuff that was already in master chief collection was basically everything except for reach oh okay. so the rest should come much quicker than reach did since that was a, a brand new port so if we're staying on schedule now we'll probably see halo 2 Next around month. Uh, say more like June. Oh, yeah, because this right. is because Reach came out in December, the end of December, and then we got Halo Combat Evolved this month. So that was about three months. Yeah, okay. Between them, so yeah, probably around June, July, depending on how quickly it goes. Yeah. And then Halo Two is another one too that had like a pretty decent PC port already as well. The interesting ones will of course be Halo Three ODST and Halo Four. Halo Four, I'm actually pretty excited to see how that looks ported over. Just because that was a wasn't a nightmare at launch. Like no, it, it was just well? uh, it was the last of the Halos on Xbox 360. Oh right, that it was really it was very visually stunning at the time, and it just has like the most of the special effects and all the everything they were doing. With yeah, that because engine. they introduced that new enemy type and a lot of those weapons that the enemies had had a lot of particle effects. Yeah, 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 okay. and it was just really good looking Xbox right. 360 game. Mm-hmm. So. You might have and might have forgotten the, about it. The prophet guys. The no, you. That was a three. Was three. Four was the one that had the. Again, it was the new enemy type. Uh, they were called like the, not Protheans. That's Mass Effect. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, that's know. Fine. I don't remember. Sure, it was the first one that three four three industries did. You might have played Halo Four. I, I, I had think a, you, I had a three sixty at one point. Yeah, you had. And that I was still, playing a Halo. Yeah, don't remember which one it was though. And then also the other big thing too is I don't know if the plan you gotta imagine the plan is to also do Halo Five after Master Chief Collections out. Yeah. That'll be interesting too, at least for the multiplayer. But I, I'm kind of interested. I'd like to go back and play ODST again. I really liked ODST. Mm-hmm. But I mean one of the funny things about ODST to me was just like because you're firing the same guns as Master Chief, but they're doing a lot less damage than Master Chief. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck is he doing? He's to just make not them? as good with them. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the master. He's just the chief. Right. Did you finish Reach? I think so. Maybe not. Uh, I if I did, I don't remember the ending. I I got to the like the space mission. Uh, that was the last mission I remember doing. No, because I don't remember doing like the final showdown where you, you know mm. things are going to end. Yeah. So maybe I'll jump back into it and actually beat the campaign. Yeah, there's still a lot of bugs that they need to fix with Reach, especially like the audio issues and everything. Halo One's not as bad, but there's still some kind of glaring issues. I didn't really notice any. Well, again, it's been a while since I played. 
Uh, well, so as a first-time player, it might not be something you notice as much. It's definitely more noticeable if you had played the other versions of the game. Okay. And there's, of course, endless comparisons online of people that have like nitpicked it apart. And Digital Foundry actually did a really good breakdown comparison between the new Master Chief Collection, Halo 1, mm-hmm. and like the original PC port and how the original Xbox version looked. And as usual, there's like bugs that still are in this version that were fixed by modders oh really years ago that, like <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of the digital foundry people were just like hopefully they'll like uh see this video and look at it and like go and fix some of this stuff because some of it seems like pretty, pretty simple fixes considering people that didn't even have access to the original code were able to fix it <laughs> next in an interview with pc gamer james haley the senior developer for doom 64's port to consoles and pcs from night dive studios it was announced that doom 64 would feature a new epilogue chapter to play after the game's original campaign. Quote, persistent players will have the opportunity to unlock a new chapter in the Doom Guys saga, taking place shortly after Doom 64's original campaign concludes. The mother demon you defeated in the outing had a sister, and since you've been messing up hell nonstop, she tries to get rid of you by sending you away. If you can make your way back and take revenge, you'll be rewarded with a bit of lore that fans of both the series, new and classic, should enjoy. Cool. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. World building. Uh, yeah. Well, and the other thing, this is supposed to be because the as far as the Doom history is concerned, Doom 64 was kind of like the unofficial Doom 3 back before Doom 3 was a thing. Sure. Hmm. And Doom 3 was always kind of seen as like a soft reboot. So Doom Eternal and Doom 2016 are kind of like the sequels to Doom 64. Oh. So this this is new that chapter. Why bundled, I guess. Presumably. Yeah. And also just, I mean, I think sure, it's, just it's the only Doom's one that has it. Yeah. 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 They're just doing something nice for pre-orders and everything. Something nice for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, this though, sweet for you. this mission will be a direct bridge sure. from Doom 64 to Doom 2016 that potentially shows you getting locked in that casket or whatever. That's, oh, then, that's really cool. So kind of finally links all that together. Maybe that's the only way that the demon can get rid of you is by just locking you away. Can't right. beat him, so just got to do some sort of hell, hell curse. We're just going to lock curse. the key and just forget about this for a little yeah. bit. Throw it in the lava. Yeah. Next, Valve's Index VR kit is officially back in stock on Steam for its standard retail price, but you still won't be playing Half-Life Alex on release if you weren't able to get your purchase in last year. The full kit for $999 and the headset plus controllers kit for $749 both won't ship for eight weeks after purchase, with headset-only orders shipping between eight and ten weeks. But for those of you that already have a compatible PC VR headset, the controllers kit is now available for $279 and will ship sooner within four to six weeks of purchase. And of course, all kits include a copy of Half-Life Alex that will be added to your Steam library on release. So they made good on their word. They're back in stock finally. Yeah. I feel like they had to make good on their word with how many fucking pre-orders are happening for this game. Yeah. And the hype behind it. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't like release a sequel to one of the most highly regarded games of all time and you know have it work best. Run out of the hardware it work, yeah. works on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish this is gonna happen a little bit sooner because like I said, it's it still could be up to two, two and a half months after the game comes out that some people that wanted it finally get their kit. Yeah. But at least it's coming soon. Have you been watching any new gameplay footage that's been coming out? No, I saw a couple of clips, the ones that came out last it's week. It's super I think. impressive. Yeah, it does look really good, but I didn't want to watch too much. I don't know when I'm ever going to get a chance to play this, obviously. But. Yeah, exactly, because I don't think I'm ever going to play this. I don't think I'm ever going to, you know, put the $1,000 into, you know, having a, a, a way that I would want to play it. I mean, you know? I don't so I'll, I'll, say I'll, never. Look as much video, I'll watch as much video. If $1,000 dropped into my lap. 
I would buy a VR or you an index. Your, have you got your tax return yet? <laughs> I don't do tax returns. I, know, I, I don't know. file it's taxes. A, it's a joke. Government can't track me. You, the trick is if you never file taxes, you never have to start. Everyone knows that, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. a thing, right? Uh-huh. No, I just don't get much. Tax. I'm a contract owner. I, know, I, know, I, I know. pay taxes. I know. The year. I don't get money back. You're basically <laughs> a server. I owe or money. a waiter. Yeah. yeah. Next and lastly. HTC is taking a rather creative approach to handling ongoing coronavirus concerns by hosting its next developers conference entirely in VR. China president of HTC, Alvin Wang Graylin, announced on Twitter that the conference would be held March, on March 19th via Engage, an education and training focused social VR platform that previously created the Apollo 11 VR and Titanic VR experiences. The Engage that like. In game, not the oh. in letter in gauge, the Nokia, uh, Nokia the Nokia in, handheld. Pretty sure I remember this is uh, the application in gauge E N G A G E. Wait just a second. I didn't know the in gauge had VR. On a minute. <laughs> so ahead of its time. Hold on a minute. I remember any, going into like any sort of like EB Games or GameStop that had the like engage featured. Every single one would be like. Locked and out and Sonic on the, the white screen. Never once did I ever play an N-Gage game as much as Dude, I wanted to. They got Sonic the Hedgehog on that thing. They did. And it'll take phone calls. Yeah. There you go. So what else do you need? It was I like, can do that right now on my phone. It was phone. like the sidekick in the past. Yeah, now the N-Gage came out in like, what? 2006? 2007? How do you know that? <laughs> I just remember that point in my life. He does ex- Drew's like, I'll never forget where I was when the N-Gage came out. <laughs> Uh, apparently you did forget because it came out in October 2003. Oh, it, wait, sounded, no, it sounded so way wrong. older. And it was discontinued sounded, in November of 2005. It sounded way older than that. So, 2007. All right, maybe I don't remember my life as well as I thought. Apparently it sounds not. like Drew has no idea where he was for about two years. And whenever he came to... Then where was I when I was 17? Yeah, whenever he came to, they were still selling engages, and he was clearly in a bad place. I mean, this is kind of neat. I think this is really interesting how they're going to do their conference. I mean, it kind of makes sense if you're going to do a VR showcase, do it in VR. Why wouldn't you? Maybe limits your viewers a little. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I guess technically a 2D version. I guess technically, yeah, you could still just like watch like a live stream of it where you just wouldn't have any of the VR. I mean, you could do it on like your phone like they have on Facebook or something where you can just move your phone around like that. Yeah, or I don't know. But yeah, it's a little weird, but still cool. It's neat. Uh, like, this was the emote thing I mentioned earlier where like at the end of his the, tweet. The presenter, like, <laughs> it's so real. <laughs> he did point out that this, of course, means that they would have no carbon and then the earth emote and then no plane travel and then the plane emote. And then uh, I mean that's good, yeah. Something like that. So it's good for the environment. You don't need to VR brag about it. That There's way, a few different ways they can spin this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't you don't have to brag about it. Like we had to. Oh, now you're worried about the environment because you couldn't hold Guess the contest. Guess what? E3, we're doing this <laughs> green this year. But if everything had been normal and fine, you wouldn't have given those emissions a second thought. Like, come on. So, whatever. But it's fine. You know, it's fine. What are you gonna do? Yeah, this is fine. It's fine. This is fine. I hope they have their like servers and shit on lockdown and stuff because that seems like a pressing thing to do technically. And I hope it all goes well. I think someone's gonna do one of them spooky memes where they're doing the middle. Oh of the thing. no! Sudden, sorry. Sorry. I guess yeah, it did VR sound headset. like I was. It sounded like I was talking about like hacking. No, I just meant like 
it just disconnects or like some people can't see it or just, well it's probably uh, one know. of those uh oh i see what you're saying i mean if anything you gotta imagine it it's one of those or something like i don't know no i'm sure it's like a free it's like a nintendo direct it's gonna be a pre-recorded that's what i'm saying yeah thing. it's like they, a 180 or mm-hmm. 360 degree video that just streams on and YouTube. that way you could still watch it on youtube yeah, yeah. yeah if you even if you didn't have, yeah but meh what are you gonna do the titanic vr that sounds cool all those things are cool. Just yeah. Anything where you're going to like go through and oh, explore, mm-hmm. you're going underwater and you're seeing like a recreation of the the ship. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know how many Titanic documentaries I've watched like growing up just because that was always such a big find and treasure hunt for people when we were younger. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see that in VR. Ethan. Yep. I lied to you. Okay. I have one more news story. <laughs> yeah. You said there's a lot of news. That was like. So one of the shorter days we've had. No, well, but we've expanded we on some quick. topics. Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about what we were playing. Yeah, but for the news, that was kind of pretty short, quick, sweet. Because we got through it quick. We were we were uh, disciplined today. We were concise. <laughs> we were fairly disciplined. Outside of your thirty minute poop break, I got to edit out my two. Did I poop before or after two? Because I had mold. I pooped twice already. You had two 30-minute poop breaks? Yeah. Sat here for an hour? <laughs> no. Now, the the new story I lo- left at Slack as a self-reminder that I forgot about until this very moment was that uh, the head of Sony Santa Monica oh, Studios, right. Shannon Studstill, has left the company. Of course, Sony Santa Monica is best known for the God of War series. Headed by uh, Corey Barlog over there at Sony. What, what you... Did we talk about this already? No. No. No? Okay. This just happened this week. Uh, in a press release, Google announced that Shannon would be leaving Sony Santa Monica to join Google as head of a new studio in Playa Vista, California. Shannon is a veteran of the industry who has been with Sony for several years. Sony Santa Monica's most recent game, God of War, sold over 10 million copies and was, of course, very critically acclaimed with this new game studio alongside the prior Montreal studio and the recently acquired Typhoon Games. Stadia Games Entertainment now consists of three game development studios. So Shannon has left, fallen to the dark side. <laughs> um, you'd think that Google might have thought to open some of these studios before releasing their platform. Yeah. Maybe have something a little more concrete before but better just diving late into than the never. deep end. Yeah. And hopefully she can get something good out of the shit sandwich that is Stadia. Yeah, I know we're so hard on them, but it's one of those things, I, and I've said this a bunch of times, I always play the devil's advocate after I get done shit-talking them, <laughs> that someone had to do it. We're seeing some weird things happen with GeForce now, of course, with people, more and more studios starting to pull their games from the platform. I think a lot of that is because they're looking at stuff like Google Stadia and thinking, well, we can just sell our game a second time instead of letting GeForce stream it for free, even though people love it's it. being streamed through the platform that people already paid for the games once. So we'll see how all that shakes out. A lot of publishers like to pull greedy bullshit before they find out they can't get away with it and go back to the way things should have been in the first place before they made everything difficult for everybody. But on the same token of news... Yumi Yang has been named the new head of Sony Santa Monica Studio. IGN has confirmed Yang's appointment to the position, which he is taking on after 19 years of collective experience across multiple roles with PlayStation, most recently as Santa Monica's director of product development. Yang's appointment comes following the departure of former studio head Shannon Studstill. 
Quote, her project management prowess and meticulous oversight of 2018's God of War helped the title fully realize its groundbreaking potential, said a Sony spokesperson in a statement to IGN. Quote, after nearly two decades and countless substantial contributions to Santa Monica's rich legacy, Yumi has the unquestioned respect and trust of her peers. With her vast experience and deep understanding of the studio's distinctive creative DNA, she is perfectly positioned to lead Sony Santa Monica to a bold and exciting future. Which to yeah. me says, God of War 2 is going to crush it. <laughs> Yang gang. And with that... That's all the news for real this time. We, <laughs> I don't. There's as far as I know, there's nothing else I missed. Probably missed something. Every time we end up finishing the show, there's something that something shows happens up. at night. Yeah, because we, we you know, we, we we shut it all down. We burn all the mics. We order product for next week to get new mics because we we never use the same equipment twice because coronavirus. We're trying to be very safe. Mm-hmm. All new mics. All new every time. All new computers. All new TVs. Yeah, and sure enough, time. within all that. Something else happens at night where it's like, oh, God, Crisis 4 shadow dropped today. It's out now, and we won't know until next week because it's the way that we format the show. Yep. It's it's a struggle, people. It's a struggle. You just got to take it one day at a time. And we appreciate you struggling with us over at AbsentMindedPodcast.com where each and every Friday at 10 a.m. a new episode goes live. And while you're over there, you can find all of the latest episodes of the main show as well as our side series, Absent-Minded Watches, where we unfortunately watched Postal. Not good. Crazy. We Not talked about it for great. about 20 minutes in our hour and 20 minute long podcast. What did we talk about for the other hour? Could it be a new format of the show? Maybe. If you haven't listened to it in a while, time to go check it out. Sounds We've switched some things up. Yeah. You don't want to miss it, man. You got to get in with the new new. Absent-minded watches goes up every other Tuesday <laughs> at 10 a.m. <laughs> and while you're over at absentmindedpodcast.com, feel free to leave us a voice message with a question, comment, or topic of discussion, or email us at questions at absentmindedpodcast.com. We just might air your question on the air or talk all about it, depending Probably on will. whether you wrote it in or sent it in yeah. with your sweet voice tubes. You can also use the listener support program to donate $1, $5, or $10 to the boys in blue. Well, one boys in blue. Yeah, I'm the only one I'm in black, Ethan's in gray. We're not not boys in blue. Andrew's a boy in blue. Those are police officers. They can't co-op the color blue. No, they co-op the phrase boys or men in blue, though. Which is it? It could be either, I think. The men in blue? It depends on who the person's talking, because maybe the person likes to use the word boy more So I can't be a boy in blue. You're not a cop, no. So I have to go be a cop, and then I can say that we're the boys in blue? Yeah, kind of. Even if your uniform is black. I don't think that's like a thing that like it's just like illegal for me to refer to anyone else as the boys in blue. No, they're not going to arrest you. It's just kind of a, you know, one of those unwritten things. It's unwritten? Yeah. Like you're not supposed to say Super Bowl? You got to say the big game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I was, that. I was it, like, you're wait, like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, 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 no, it's, yeah. Right. yeah. It's just like that. <laughs> also, while you're on the website, don't forget to click our sleek buttons, our sleek sensual buttons that take you over to our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages where you can subscribe, like, share, just like on our YouTube channel, so that everyone in your life is continually assaulted by the sweet, sweet sounds what is wrong? of absent minded. <laughs> Don't forget to leave reviews on any platform that will take them, but especially on iTunes. Those are extremely helpful to getting us in the ears of new people. I have been one of your hosts, Travis Stockton, at Ray Charles Ard. With me, as always, across the table, 
eyes in his phone, nose to the mic, Ethan Newbolt. At Soulsbjorn. What's I up, not guys? What's up, guys? <laughs> Wait, the game. The, I hope you enjoyed it. The GameStop story Don't or the mythical no, Sony just, Monica story that you can't. That doesn't exist. Fucking go. And to my immediate left, the hair just always looks so good. I, I need something else to say. The baby blues. Are your eyes blue? No. They're blue from here. They're like a weird blue green. <laughs> a weird blue green? Yeah. The weird blue green Andrew <laughs> Crandall. At Andrew Loves Video Games. Hey guys, we appreciate you listening. I hope you're enjoying the tunes, and we will see you again next week. Bye-bye now. I love you. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face, Drew. Mm -hmm. That's my good hand. (laughs)